Hey, Flow Fanatics. On this episode of the High Flow Lifestyle Podcast, we explore with Kristen Almer what we can learn from extreme athletes and entrepreneurs about stepping out of your comfort zone, embracing risk and flow, and using fear as a motivation. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Smith, and welcome to the High Flow Lifestyle Podcast. It's my privilege to be your peak performance and flow coach with this episode. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies for accessing flow for optimal human performance, heightening creativity, intuition, and productivity, and most importantly, living a healthier and happier life. Now let's dive into your next dose of practical flow training. Kristen Ulmer is a thought leader on fear and anxiety who draws from her tenure as the most fearless woman extreme skier in the world for 12 years, from intently studying Zen for 16 years, and from facilitating thousands of clients on flow and peak performance. The author of The Art of Fear, Why Conquering Fear Won't Work and What to Do Instead, Kristen radically challenges existing norms about what to do about fear. Have you ever thought about all of the the different varieties of sports and things that you were into in the past? They they seem like they all are the sports that, you know, we call them extreme sports, whatever you want to call them, that, that the rules are a little maybe not there. <laughs> They're not like team sports where, you know, you cross this line, foul, you're out. Do you think that had... Were you drawn to those type of sports where there's a, a little bit more freedom in the way you go about it or you know, the creativity that you can bring to those type of sports? Absolutely. Um, what it feels like to be a professional athlete in these super dangerous sports, especially one like skiing where it's really fast and aggressive. You know, there's a big difference between professional big mountain skiing and say like ice climbing, which is slow and methodical. Mm. Um, but it just felt like radical self-expression. Uh. And, you know, we're, now we're talking about burning man, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, um, and so radical self-expression is like, here I am, I'm Kristen and like, ah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to express myself. And so, um, it was really wonderful to just be me for those 15 or so years that I was a professional athlete and just unapologetically be arrogant and wild and free and desperate for attention. Mm. Um, and I mean, just feeling really sexy and fired up and um, like you, there's not that many times in my life that I felt like it's okay for me to be like that. Right. Um, you know, you asked me at the beginning, what is my superpower is challenging existing norms. Like I radically mm-hmm. challenged the way that people view how women could ski back then. Mm-hmm. Like I was really way before my time and th- I had no competition. Like people kept saying, oh, you're the best woman in the world at this. I'm like, so, you know, <laughs> I wanted to be the best period. I wanted to beat the right. men's butts. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really, those who I, those are who I saw as my competition. Like where else in the world can a woman be like that unapologetically 
and be celebrated for it. Right. And, um, and so maybe just to keep on the theme of the whole intimacy, like just, you know, a, a lot of my career was driven by fear, fear of not being loved, fear of not being special. And I fully embrace that. Mm. Um, a lot of my motivation came from anger at like my, my dad was not the easiest dad. And I had a lot of anger at him from my childhood. And, and I, I just really had something to prove with men. Like I wanted to just kick men's butts because I was angry at them. Right. Mm -hmm. Was I aware of this? Absolutely not. Did I come across as an angry or fearful person? Absolutely not. So when you, I just came across as passionate, right? Right. That was my anger. Mm -hmm. Fully fully embraced and having complete intimacy with my anger, it just shows up as passion. If you're in resistance to your anger and you are trying to fight it or hide it, it comes across as rage or punching holes in the wall. Like we kind of get that wrong. Like what, what we're seeing when people are coming across as really angry, they're, they're, um, in resistance to their anger, their resistance to their anger is actually what you're witnessing. But if somebody has flow and intimacy with their anger, then you're just seeing motivation, righting a wrong, confidence, um, passion. So fear, you know, when you see somebody who's scared, right, that they're, that's not because of fear. It's because they don't want to feel fear. Like the awful feeling we associate with fear isn't fear. It's our resistance to feeling fear. Like, I don't want to feel this way. And um, like you see somebody that's frozen on a mountainside that can't move, Mm. you know, it's not, the fear isn't making them freeze. It's their unwillingness to feel fear that's making them freeze. Like if I don't move and I don't breathe, maybe the fear will go away. Okay. Because right? fear could be a motivation in a way, you know, in a positive way. Absolutely. Light, or, but it could also stop you in your tracks. Well, hold on. It's only a motivation, mm. right? So extreme athletes, here's the secret. Um, I talked to Alex Hunold about this at length. Like there's a rumor going around that he has a damaged amygdala and his, you know, he doesn't have a fear response. Like that's, that's the big rumor. And it's because there's some scientists that studied him and they concluded this, but I talked to Alex and he said, that's ridiculous. It was a stupid test, not realistic at all. Of course I have fear. He said, (laughs) otherwise I would have free soloed El Capitan the first year I was in Yosemite and I would have died for sure. Right. Right? Instead he waited 10 years. So this is what he did in those 10 years. And this is what I did during my ski career. There were a lot of other things going on, but this is, these are the big two. First of all, extreme athletes are more willing to feel fear than most people. Mm. And um, they even enjoy feeling fear. Do they know that's what's happening? Absolutely not. Mm. Right. But, but Alex and I talked about it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's totally what's going on, right? And so if you're willing to feel fear, you're, w- you're willing to step out of your comfort zone. Like imagine a circle and that's your comfort zone. And in it, you're still going to feel fear. Mm-hmm. And if you step out of your comfort zone and you feel fear and you're like, oh, my gosh, I hate this feeling. I don't want to feel it. Boom. You go back into your comfort zone and you blame fear for putting you back there. Right. But really, you should blame yourself because you just are 
unwilling to feel fear. And we're taught in our culture that fear is a bad thing. We got to fight it and conquer it. You know, it's exhausting to try and fight and conquer fear. And eventually we just give up and just try to live in our comfort zone so that we don't have to ever feel it again. So fear doesn't prevent us from doing things. It's our unwillingness to feel fear. Mm. that prevents us from doing things, Okay. right? If you're willing to feel fear, you're going to step out of your comfort zone. Mm. Take a risk where there exists fear. And Alex is willing to feel fear. Stepped out of his comfort zone, you know, put a dot outside your comfort zone every time you step out there. Connect the dots, you know, you now have a bigger comfort zone. Go for round two, second year in Yosemite. Step out again, right? Connect the dots. You just keep expanding who you are. So you don't actually um, get to find out what your greatest potential is by just thinking about it. You actually have to take risks. You have to be willing to feel fear to expand to your greatest potential. Mm. So that's the first part of the secret with Alex. And the second part is when he's out of his comfort zone and dealing with the fear, he has an intimate experience with that fear, like I mentioned. And thus it doesn't feel like fear. It just feels like aliveness, excitement, um, Actually, neurochemically, fear and excitement are exactly the same Mm. thing. Focus, you know, it takes you into a present moment um, and it becomes, it's like you're Batman and fear is your Robin and you're stronger together than apart. So that's how Alex free soloed El Capitan. He loved feeling fear and he had an intimate experience with it while he was taking risks and it helped him into a flow state. Mm, Okay. I just wanted to take a second to mention to you that if you're finding the show interesting and inspiring, please make sure to head over to the website highflowlifestyle.com where you can get free access to my weekly flow hacks for optimal human performance and happiness. Get high flow lifestyle boosts weekly in your inbox and get new strategies on how to access flow, be more creative and productive, reach your peak performance, and most of all, live a happier and healthy life. Now back to the show. It sounds a little bit similar to almost like what some entrepreneurs must go through. Um, you know, they, they often say that, you know, it's, you know, entrepreneurs love risk and they love the fear and the excitement. And, but the truth of the matter is there's a lot of research that goes into it and it's calculated risks because built upon experience over experience. Well, a couple things about that. Uh, I mentioned stepping out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's been determined that you shouldn't step more than 4% out of your comfort zone. Okay. Less than 4%, you're going to be bored, mm-hmm. right? More than 4%, it's going to be too much and you're not going to be able to handle the fear. And so mm-hmm. you want to just kind of take risks in increments. So that's the first part. Mm-hmm. Um, the 4% actually. So if you want to get into a flow state, you step out of your comfort zone 4%. You're willing to feel the fear. And you learn how to have an intimate relationship with fear, then you're going to be in a flow state while you're out of your comfort zone. Um, So that's the secret. Mm. Um, The second part is like, let's look at Elon Musk for a second. Mm. So the guy obviously is a big time risk taker. He's probably way more than 4% out of his comfort zone. And our cultural norms uh, really support some form of repression 
or resistance or, I mean, 7.5 billion different people, we have 7.5 billion different ways to deal with fear, mm-hmm. right? And we're taught to conquer, overcome it, ignore it, um, breathe in calm, breathe out the fear, mm-hmm. meditate it away. Like we're, um, he probably is really good at ignoring fear. So is he having an intimate relationship with his fear? Is he way out of his comfort zone, more than 4% and dealing with more fear than he probably knows how to handle? Well, he can't sleep at night. So probably. And if you don't know how to deal with fear in your day-to-day life, um, it, it typically about 10 years later your life just starts to come unraveled. Either you right. have now an anxiety disorder, you have Burn panic out. attacks, depression, mm-hmm. or you know that fear that you haven't dealt with for the last 10 years or during the day gets really clever and hijacks your mind in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep and wakes you up and screams at you like, you've got to pay attention to me. I have something to tell you. And so next thing you know, he's taking medication to, to placate it, to shut it up, mm-hmm. you know, so that he can sleep. And so is the guy, you know, in a flow state with fear? Probably not. But look at what he's doing, too. So what often happens with people is they have a paradox going on. They both love feeling fear and they also resist it or hate it at the same time. And when you make your life about just one thing, can you have, can you love it and hate it at the same time? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anybody who's ever been married will tell you, yes, you can. Right? <laughs> so, so he probably like, if you look at Elon Musk from me, a fear experts lens, you know, I see a guy who is having a love affair with fear, but he also represses it to the extreme. And that's the paradox. Like, can you just keep the love and the intimacy and not and and kind of get rid of the uh, repression so that you can also sleep at night but still be a high performer. Well, that takes some effort. Yeah. So in the short term, embracing it and becoming intimate with it and ignoring it may appear on the surface as the same thing, but are complete polar opposites. Right. And that's why I say that your relationship with fear is the most important relationship of your life, especially if you want to do big things with your life. It's really important to get to know what your unique style is Mm. and keep the good stuff and kind of work on the bad stuff, you know, so that you can sleep at night, Mm -hmm. right? So that Mm -hmm. you don't have a panic attack one day suddenly out of the blue and you don't know where it came from. Well, I know where it comes from. It comes from 10 years of not dealing with your fear properly. So, um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a dance, it's a fine line. Like, and it, and it really involves becoming more and more aware all the time about, okay, what's my deal? What's my relationship with fear? Um, am I just charging ahead on this super sketchy risk and just turning my brain off. You know, I go to Alaska every year and go heli skiing up there. And mm. I mean, I've spent my whole life heli skiing in 55 degree slopes in Alaska. And I bring up these friends. They're all expert skiers. They're all mm-hmm. wealthy, you know, they're mm-hmm. successful in business, thus they can afford the heli skiing. And I, I probably by the end of the week, one in four of them are injured. Oof. If you want to know why, I see it and I, I warn them about it. I'm like, you've got to, you know, consider this so that they don't get injured. Um, they just turn off. They just ignore fear. They just turn uh, that part of their reaction off. They just, 
it's like they they lo- they lose touch with their intuition and instinct and, mm-hmm. and they just think, okay, I've been training my whole life to ski this 55 degree slope. Kristen's watching, like, you know, this is my moment. And they they're not like Batman and Robin with mm-hmm. their fear. They mm-hmm. just they punch Robin in the face. And then they take off <laughs> blindly, right? Robin yeah. being fear, of course. And they take <laughs> off blindly and they wind up doing the stupidest, right? Like, uh, and they get, they really, it, it's just, oh my God. You can see it coming, huh? I can see it coming. And, yeah. and so I very delicately like, and I don't go up there. I'm not facilitating these people. If I was, they wouldn't get injured. But right. <laughs> <laughs> if they wanted, maybe I should. Maybe I should uh, talk to them about hiring me before they go ski with me. But anyway, you get the picture. Um, mm-hmm. Like people just, especially men, I think just charge like a bull in a china shop mm. and just leave their fear behind where the fear is there to actually make them uh, make smart, intuitive decisions. And they leave their intuition behind. And yeah. then Pride getting himself. in the way. Yeah. 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 I want to thank Kristen for being a guest on the show today, and we will definitely hear more from her in some upcoming podcast about some of her other contrarian ways of becoming one with your fear and other thoughts on accessing flow. In the meantime, I encourage you to check out her website at kristenalmer.com and pick up a copy of her book, The Art of Fear, Why Conquering Fear Won't Work and What to Do Instead. Thanks for listening to another episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please stop by Apple Podcasts and review and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And help us spread the importance of leading a high flow lifestyle by telling a friend and sharing on social media. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now go put some of this flow state training to work and live your life to its fullest. And I'll see you shortly on the next episode or inside the community at highflowlifestyle.com.